Kaya FM podcast. Kaya Talk on Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. My next guest is multi-talented. She's an actress, radio host, speaker, brand ambassador and entrepreneur. She's best known for her television roles in Soapies, A Scandal and Generations. Lysander Mabane, a very good evening to you. Hi, Sumitra. Thank you for having me. Wow, you know, you are doing the most. You even have a non-profit organization and you recently <laughs> launched a clothing brand. Where did you get all of this energy from? Was there someone that shaped you into being the person you are today? Uh, yes, I would definitely say yes to that and I would say that was my mother because the conviction that I got very early on in my life is knowing that I never want to be poor when I grow up mm-hmm. and that really was from my upbringing because my upbringing was punctuated with sacrifice throughout because I had a single mother. We were we were alright, I mean getting by but obviously living from hand to mouth. My single mother was a nurse earning 2,500 rand at the time and she wanted to use all of it to direct towards my sister and I's education. Needless to say, every single cent went there. So there wasn't even five rand to spare for pocket money. There wasn't an extra 10 rand to spare for butter so that our bread on our lunchbox could be buttered. It was just dry as it is. So because she wanted to use everything towards education, there was nothing left. And for me, I, I just never wanted to live like that when I got older. So I think I'm still driven by the same thing. I do. And then I think, oh my goodness, if this for some reason doesn't work out, I must have a plan B, C, D, and perhaps all the letters of the alphabet. And that really what is what drives me. Well, I mean, you know, the sacrifices obviously have paid off. I mean, you are so well known, you know, as an actress, but you are also very well educated. So, you know, all of that did pay off. <laughs> well, yes, you can say it all worked out in the end, but I also must say, I mean, I didn't stick to the school thing when she was paying. I mean, when when I was supposed to be at varsity, I was busy taking part-time jobs left, right and center to, purely mm-hmm. to overcome exactly that. And so you find that I didn't even finish my schooling in record time because I wanted to earn money. Because for me, I, I mean, I like to be the life of the party. I, I'm, I'm that personality. So it was very hurtful not to have anything and having other kids looking great in their outfits and me not being able to afford it. Not not having the extra money that's needed to waste CVs on that specific day. So I'd always take jobs. And unfortunately, the, jo- the job started overflowing into school time. And when I had to make a choice, I chose the jobs because I wanted to have groceries addressed. I wanted that kind of thing. So yeah, the sacrifices paid off because it taught me discipline. It taught me the value of hard work. And yeah, it all worked out in the end, I guess. But it does sound like you like money though, hey? You know what? Not really. I actually really don't like money. Listen, I understand that I need it. Mm-hmm. I want to have it because it empowers me. It gives me options and I like options. I, I like the feeling of freedom of being able to do what I want. I suppose you understand the power of money. Absolutely. Mm. Money does give you power. I mean, you may say it's not absolutely everything, but it's hard to do anything without it. So yep. from that point of view, yes, yes, I appreciate money and I understand why I need it in my life. But I also think from a very early age, I've never really been obsessed with money or really overpraised money. And I still don't. I've never, I don't even remember ever making it a goal that I wanted to be rich, but I do remember it being my goal that I didn't want to be poor. So I, I think that's kind of where the balance lies. I know that I want 
want to be comfortable and have the options that I want and be able to do what I think I want to do and be able to achieve my goals, which obviously need money. But I've never had, I'm not driven by it. Even in the way I run my business, I put the people first. If I have to refund, I refund very quickly without even an argument because for me, that's not the money that matters more. It's it's making the person that supported my business happy and make them want to talk about it and make them want to come back. And those things mean more to me than saving the money that I would have saved if I had not given the refund. So no, I'm not really driven by it, but I understand the need to have it so that I can achieve the things I need to achieve in life. You are doing so many different things. So you are an entrepreneur and of course yes. you are earning money in so many other different ways. You know, you're yes. acting and yes. you know, you're a brand ambassador and you're yes. a speaker, radio host. You're doing so many other things. What is your relationship with money right now? How do you actually manage all of that? You know what? For the first time, I've had to think about this really deeply, but it's not something I think about all the time. Mm. So I I work so that I can make the money. And at the beginning of every year, when I set my goals for the year, I write down how much I'm going to make. And I write down, breaking down everything that I do. For example, I would say 300,000 rand is going to come from speaking activities. Emceeing activities are going to bring me this much. Acting Mm. is going to bring me this much and so forth. So I always set a monetary goal. But the only really other goal that I set as far as spending it is concerned is that I will not overspend. So now, especially post-COVID, I mean, I'm a completely different person to what I used to be. Maybe that's when I was overspending. Now I enjoy my time at home and I, I, I'm finding that naturally I'm not inclined to spend that much. I don't go out at all. I just go to work and I come back home and I spend time with my family. So I would say right now I've got a very good relationship with money, but it's not because of some overthought goal process. I don't have that. I have mm. a goal for, my, for for what I need to make and how I'm going to make it and if I how many gigs specifically speaking I will need to do in order to achieve this and I plan it to that detail but I don't go overly strict on myself when it comes to spending it so I I may go for three months without any uh, frivolous spending but on the third month I might buy myself a camera that I have not been thinking about for long that's very expensive but that's needed in my line of work so I forgive myself for spending on things that I think will take me forward but I don't really in the past year past two years make any expenditure that does I don't buy any I don't remember buying clothes in the past two years well especially since the launch of my clothing brand that's all I wear I don't remember I I hardly buy anything and luckily when I do need to go out usually my clothes are sponsored so I guess I'm lucky in that way but I've got a great relationship with money as long as I can see that it's there I'm happy and that's it I hear a lot of planning and uh, process in in the way you do things tell me a little bit about this clothing brand I mean you know where did the thought come for it and you know, where did the money come for it? How did you fund the process? <laughs> there was no funding. I mm. bootstrapped it. I, I, I really did bootstrap it. So where it came from is really the, the, the blessing side of the whole pandemic because it was in the silence of the first 21 days. And to me, what that first 21 days of lockdown represented was something like the whole world standing still and giving you the opportunity to start the business that you've always wanted to start, but you were too busy to do it. And it felt to me like literally the universe was waiting for you. And you know, because sometimes we worry that other people are busy doing this and there was no one doing anything. Everybody was just sitting at home. Mm. So in that silence, 
for me, I thought, what could I do with this time that I've always wanted to do? And I've had a, 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 a girls' movement. It was a movement for young girls called Zazi, Zitande, Zitande, Lucy Translated, Know Yourself, Love Yourself, Trust Yourself, that I've been running since 2012. But since 2012, it was just a series of talks, workshops, mentorship sessions in different establishments, whether it be schools, in corporates, in churches. It was anywhere where I could find a platform to, to inspire young people that still have a dream and make them really believe that from any kind of beginning it it can happen. So from 2012 to 2020, it was that. But in 2020, I sat there in that moment of silence and started to think to myself, how do you then take it forward? I've been calling it a movement for seven years, but it doesn't really feel like it's moving much to me. So what now do you then do to get the message out there? And for me, nothing made better sense in that. I got that aha moment at that time to say, I can't think of any better way to wear your values on your sleeves than to be wearing a hoodie written your values, you know, Mm. so that's where it came from and then I how I funded it was was zero I literally made two of the hoodies with my personal money it cost me less than a thousand rand I got them branded exactly the way that I wanted them and then I wore them and I started saying launching on the 28th of August I, didn't, I don't know what I even meant by launching I mean it was just me wearing the hoodies there was <laughs> there was no plan but <laughs> there's also a very impulsive side to me when I decide something and I do it and I do it now because I believe in doing it while I still have the fire and no one has given me some explanation as to why it can't work. So I don't like to listen to that. I like to do and do now while I've got the fire for it. So I launched it literally with the ones that I was wearing. It was actually three of them with the ones that I was wearing. And I said, it's launching on the 28th. And on the 28th, I made a few photo shoots and I hyped it up. And from seeing the ones I was wearing, uh, you know, the next week I was ordering 10 and 15. And then two weeks later, I was ordering 100 from my suppliers. And, and then the rest is history. Now I've got a room full of these things. And if you can think about it, I mean, 28th of August was the end of autumn. It was just two days before spring day who launches a hoodie but I yeah. did and, and they bought it and they bought it and then when it came to October they started saying to me listen it's hot now can we have t-shirts and then I would make the t-shirt and then I would make the vest and then I would make the golf vest and you know nine months later I've got an entire clothing line that is selling itself and how I funded it was I bought three and that's it and then I started selling and then it started to pay for itself very impulsive brave too I mean to take a chance like that and not actually have a whole line now you do have a whole line tell me a little bit more about being impulsive is there anything that you do splurge on every now and then what do you like to spend your money on this is actually interesting. I think I've become pretty boring in the past year. If you had to ask me perhaps before that, <laughs> before that, it would be absolutely anything. It could be shoes. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, clothes. I, I literally, and, and mind you now, um, Sumitra, I'm not even addicted to clothes and shoes as such. I was more addicted to the feeling. So for me, for a while, spending has been linked to a feeling that it's something that I couldn't do earlier on in my life. So I actually just mm-hmm. enjoy the spending. And then the clothes would sit there for months without anybody ever wearing them all the shoes I don't enjoy those as such but the power that came with knowing that today I can literally walk into this uh, richest square mile in Africa and shop up a storm and you know even the confidence in my walk just knowing that I can was, was what what drove me and then I promise you I don't even like the fitting room I never even fit them I just take it and put it in favorite put it at home and then two weeks later the box has not even been opened so the kind of splurging that I did I think was a little bit more emotional than really enjoying the things. I find that I still am, Sumitra. I still am an impulsive spender. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am, I still do link the feeling of spending to, to whatever I link it to in my, in my space. But I find that now, 
for example, now I've got the, the stock that I have of my clothing range because I feel that if I splurge on that, it's going to sell because it sells so fast and it's going to make me money. So whenever I feel like spending, I look, okay, what color hoodie don't I have that I start buying because I still get the feeling without me feeling guilty that the money is going to waste because then what I usually do is that once I've stocked up on the black, I start putting together a marketing campaign to drive the black and, and, mm. and, and then the black sells peak and then that's gone and then next month I can shop for the golf dresses and get that feeling but at least this time knowing that it will have a return. Well it's very interesting how you pull all of this together but I did see in your education profile that you did study marketing so you're really good at, at pushing that through. What is your most important message especially to the movement that you've created as well to young women out there when it comes to money what is your most important lesson that you'd like to share with them? So it's, I believe that it's not how you start in life when it comes to money specifically that matters. It's how you're going to finish. So just because the background was poor, just because you had nothing growing up, that was not necessarily your story. That was the previous generation's story. And you have a, a chance now to create your own story. I know that especially in the black community, it's very hard to break free and become independent and have all this uh, healthy relationship with money because we've got things like homes where we are expected to build for our parents mm. before we can build a house for ourselves. I remember a time specifically where I spent quite a while paying a 12,000 grand bond for my house at home with just my mother sure. living in it. And it was so hard to, to kind of merge that with my own life in Joba. So I know that that can be very heavy on us. And because we want to work so hard to impress our parents, we want to make them proud of us. It can be really hard to have that conversation of saying, listen, this is as far as I can go and no more. But I really, really urge our young people to say, please don't make yourself go deep into debt, go deep into mm. a, another cycle of poverty just because you want people to be impressed with you. Let them know what you can do. Show them love in whatever way fits your pocket so that you may still be able to look yourself in the mirror, look your creditors in the, in the <laughs> eye. Yes. <laughs> be able to look all these people be in the strong. eye. Be strong. Be strong. Yes, please don't create yeah. debt to pay for a lifestyle that you can't afford to impress a whole load of people that yeah. you don't even know or care about and then because at the end of the day it's just you and your conscience and your creditors and then you can't sleep mm. and then it leads to another spiral of depression and all sorts of things that come with that so it's to say it's not how you start it's how you finish secondly you don't have to do what you can't do absolutely great advice Lysander thank you so much for your time this evening it was lovely chatting to you Lysander Mobane obviously a multi-talented in so many areas thank you so much for talking to us Kaya Talk on Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. Kaya FM Podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.